How could I miss you? Good evening. Good evening. Just a few general uh, rules or things that we need to do. Uh, first of all, Sandra Scott's going to be confirmed today, so we have confirmation. Uh, that will be right after the homily. Right after the gospel. Uh, and communion will be just distributed after Mass, and we'll follow the same routine as last Sunday. Over on the side. I'll be on one side, I'll be on the other side, and then you'll exit out to Center Island uh, back to your car. And we have something different this week. We are we have music, and so I'm telling you, we'll be singing for Tom when we started the first song. What song is it? Again, in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. We celebrate tonight the vigil of Pentecost. Um, the way it's the birthday of the church, uh, we, the church marks its beginning to, as, as Pentecost Sunday, and we mark it as a special celebration as tonight uh, one of our own parishioners, Sandra Scott, will receive the Holy Spirit in the sacrament of confirmation. And so as we begin our celebration tonight, let us just take a moment of quiet reflection. Look back in our daily lives for those moments of grace. Give God thanks for his many gifts. Recognize there are times as well that we are sinners and so we seek forgiveness from our loving God. I confess to Almighty God, and, and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have received in my thoughts and in my words, and what I have done and what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my own speed's fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. 
so that one will not understand what the other says. Thus the Lord scattered them from over all the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the speech of all the world. It was from that place that he scattered them all over the earth. The word of the Lord. Thank be God. Thank you. 
with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, Let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. As scripture says, Rivers of living water will flow from within him who believes in me. He said this in reference to the Spirit. That those who came to believe in him were to receive. There was, of course, no spirit yet, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. Deacon Martin, has he been prepared and is he ready to receive this sacrament? Sponsor, please stand. The Christian life and the demands that flow from the sacraments are not to be taken lightly. Therefore, before granting this candidate his request to receive the sacrament of confirmation, it is important that the church also hear the testimony of his sponsor who has journeyed with him. Is Sander ready to be confirmed today? And I ask all of you, my brothers and sisters in this assembly, should this, our brother, be confirmed today? Yes. Right answer. Dear Sander, your sponsors, your families, your fellow parishioners have all testified on your behalf. Are you now ready to receive the sacrament of confirmation? You may be seated. During my theology studies, uh, three times I uh, went to Spain in the summers to study, uh, to try and learn Spanish um, in uh, Salamanca, Spain. It's a gorgeous city. And one of the times that I was there, uh, at the, the, the city with two cathedrals. They have their old one and their new one. Uh, the old one's a thousand years old. The new one's only 500 years old. And it's so big, it completely surrounds the other one. But both of them were being used um, for a special exhibit at that time. The, the, uh, all of the dioceses of the, the regions of Castile and Leon in uh, north central Spain uh, were putting on an exhibit they, they call the, the Ages of Man, would be the, a good English translation for it. And what they did is they went to the 
works of art in their, the cathedrals of these various dioceses and to some of their noteworthy parishes that had things. And they pulled out works of art, uh, paintings, statues, uh, vestments and things that depicted certain events. And they set up an exhibit that uh, spent the summer at the, the two cathedrals in Salamanca. So when did you way through it, they'd set up temporary partitions and turn the two churches into a giant art gallery, um, the giant museum uh, for the summer. And uh, one of the, and what they did is they focused the art on several uh, uh, great stories from, from scripture. Uh, the first was the story of creation. They had all kinds of art that referred to that. Uh, the second uh, was today's first reading, uh, the, the story of the Tower of Babel. Um, and so we had uh, a room the size of our church uh, set up inside the cathedral, which is like the size of one of Julius's orchards out here. It's just a huge place. Um, uh, with all of these different depictions of what this tower might have looked like and uh, you know, as a, as a kid growing up and reading the story and hearing about, we think of a tower, uh, you know, we think of, you know, a big antenna for a TV or something. Well, uh, many depictions of this thing were, or they were building this supposedly out of bricks. Uh, it was like a mountain being built out of bricks, a, a spiral road working its way up. The idea being they would get all the way up to heaven. Um, and uh, uh, we have this, this story that uh, people were trying to get, uh, they thought if they built a, high, uh, a tower high enough, they would make it up to heaven and maybe they could be gods themselves. Um, that uh, Adam and Eve and the apple story all over again. And so God's solution to this, um, he didn't have a garden to kick them out of anymore. They were already living uh, in the midst of uh, the everyday world, but building this incredible thing for themselves to become God. So he said, well, what's the best way to, uh, to take care of this? Well, there's only two things I can do. Uh, one, I could make, have them form a committee to decide what this should finally look like. Because we know that you form a committee, it brings everything to a stop. Uh, but he thought, no, nah, because they'll just keep arguing forever in the committee. The better thing to do is make everybody speak a different language. And so you get this story that all of a sudden everyone spoke something different so they could no longer communicate. And that was the beginning of different nations and nationalities and uh, all of the different languages and things. Uh, kind of a fun story. And then we come to Pentecost Sunday. Uh, and, and here uh, we have God completing uh, his work of salvation, uh, work that began with a promise at this time they were cast out of the garden. Um, uh, brought to fulfillment in the birth, life, death, resurrection, ascension of Jesus, and now the final peace, uh, the, the Holy Spirit coming upon all of us to endow us with grace. Uh, and what was the sign of, of this is they, 
the scaredy cats finally burst out of the upper room and into the street. They started telling everyone the good news, telling them the story of Jesus and his life and death and his resurrection and his ascension for the sake of all of their sins, all of our sins. And as we, we saw in that, that reading today, um, uh, in our first reading, uh, people were there from all over the known world, uh, or at least from the Roman Empire part of it, um, uh, Jewish people from all these places coming back to Jerusalem for these high holy days. And each of them hearing them speak and yet understanding it. Um, as though he was speaking uh, as a member of their own family. All of these different languages that all of these pilgrims spoke, they were hearing as one, um, uh, speaking to the unity that there is in God's grace. The Spirit descended upon them with tongues of fire. That's one line. Empty soul here today. We've got them on, uh, on our banners, um, and and they're uh, not so much to make people look like human candles, but to to really talk about that uh, fire that burns within, the fire to tell the story, because that's what what the twelve do. They, they it's, it's burning inside them. They have to tell somebody. And that's what the grace of, of confirmation is. Um, when you're confirmed and you're, you receive the Holy Spirit, and you receive that, uh, that, that mark and anointing again, uh, and, and the Spirit is breathed into you, um, you're given the mission at that point to go out with that same fervor. Um, uh, and why? Well, our, our psalm responds, uh, told us that today. Lord, send forth your spirit to renew the face of the earth. Um, when we're confirmed, we're to go out and tell the story that everyone may come to know that it's all been made good. Um, creation has been fully restored. There is no stain of sin left on what God has created. Um, each of those first five days of creation, the end of the day, God turned and looked at what he'd done, and, and as it says in the book of Genesis, God saw that it was good. And that was true each of those days of that week of creation, except the last day. And the sixth day, the day says when he created them, male and female, he created them. In his own image and likeness, he created them. And at the end of the day, God looked and saw that it was very good. This is the highest thing he created was us. And while we blew it with original sin, we're back to that state. Now, last Sunday, we celebrated the ascension. And uh, Jesus ascends body and soul to heaven. The significance of that is not just that his immortal soul returned back to his father. Um, but body and soul, his human body went back. What did that mean? It was again made fully 
in the image and likeness of his father and that it was very good. And that's what we celebrate. And then and as we confirm Sander in a couple of minutes, uh, we give him that command, that flame of, of passion, that fervor to go forth and do what I've seen him do already with his students at St. Elizabeth. Um, he gives them that faith. He pours out that faith that is in his heart to them. And with, with God's help and with the grace of the Spirit, he will continue to do it and ever more strongly. And let all of us follow and live up to our own confirmation graces and do the same. Invite Sandra and his sponsor to come forward. Come here. Look out this way. At this point, I invite Sandra and, and his wife and all of you to renew the promises that we made in our baptism. And so I ask, do you reject Satan and all his works and all his empty promises? I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead and is seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who came upon the apostles at Pentecost? And today is given to you sacramentally in confirmation. I, I do. You believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. I do. This is our faith. This is the faith of our church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. My dear friends, in baptism, God our Father gave new birth of eternal life to his chosen sons and daughters. Let us pray now to our Father that he will pour out the Holy Spirit to strengthen his son Sander with his gifts and anoint him to be more like Christ, the Son of God. Apostle God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, by water and the Holy Spirit, you freed your sons and daughters from sin and gave them new life. Send your Holy Spirit upon Sander to be his helper and guide. Give him the spirit of understanding and wisdom, the spirit of right judgment and courage, the spirit of knowledge and reverence. Fill him with the spirit of wonder and awe in your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And what name do you take? And the mark of Austin, be saved with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you.
Let us congratulate Please rise. My dear friends, let us be one in prayer to God our Father, as we are one in the faith, hope, and love that His Spirit gives. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Sent your Holy Spirit upon the apostles and through them and their successors, you give the Spirit to your people. May His word be believed. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May be seated. my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, Almighty Father. Pour out upon these gifts the blessing of your spirit, we pray, O Lord, so that through them your church may be imbued with such love that the truth of your saving mystery may shine forth to the whole world. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right it is truly right and just to be in our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for bringing your Paschal mystery to completion, you bestowed the Holy Spirit today on those you made your adopted children by uniting them to your only begotten Son, 
This same spirit that the church came to birth, open to all peoples the knowledge of God, and brought together the many languages of the earth in profession of the one faith. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers of the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created lightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit. Graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he set the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing. Gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with this Holy Spirit and become one body. One spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, 
Joseph, her husband, the blessed apostle, Wenceslaus and the martyrs, St. Sander and all the saints on his constant intercession in your presence, we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth. With your servants, Francis, our Pope, and Stephen, our Bishop, the order of Christians, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you tonight. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world, to our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life. Give kindness living to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, community of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Savior's command informed by divine teaching. Let us pray together the prayer given to us by Jesus himself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace, I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am not worthy that you should enter into my room, but only say the word and I call 
May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. On the last day of the festival, Jesus stood and cried out, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Hallelujah. Let us pray. May these gifts we have consumed benefit us, O Lord, that we may always be aflame with the same Spirit, whom you wondrously poured out on your apostles. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Bow down for the blessing. God, our Father, complete the work you have begun. Keep the gifts of your Holy Spirit active in the hearts of your people. Make them ready to live his gospel and eager to do his will. May they never be ashamed to proclaim to all the world Christ crucified, living and reigning forever and ever. Amen. May the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. This mass is ended. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thank you to God.